and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Rundown. Today we've got a, we're talking with the NFL. We've got <laughs> first game that stands out to me is Lions Buccaneers this week because I mean that was one we talked earlier about during during our recap and both those teams sitting atop their division. Who do you guys have in this one? Lions. Like I mean, don't get me the wrong. The Bucks are a very gritty team, but I feel like Detroit has the grit that the Buccaneers have along with the actual talent. I think this could be a shootout for a little bit with how dynamic both offenses are. But in the end, I think the Lions have been on a roll and they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. I think they'll improve to 5-1 and one and 3-0 and oh on the road this year. Part of me wants to pick the Bucks, but I definitely agree. The, the Lions are an equally gritty team, more talented, as he said, like, and they they've just been they've looked more impressive throughout the beginning of the season. Yeah, I think the Lions will be coming into the bay and sinking that ship for sure. <laughs> um, that was not a good pun. You can do better than that. <laughs> I know. I really you can. can do better than that. That was I, disappointing. I, I'm not disappointed at it because there's an actual ship in the stadium. In the stadium. That's fair. That's that would be. Point. Imagine if that thing fell down. That'd be crazy. You know what game I'm not excited for? Primetime Thursday night football. Kansas City, Denver. I don't know who is in charge of deciding primetime games, but they need to be fired because they've done an, an absolutely awful job the past two seasons. Wouldn't it be funny if the Broncos won this game, though? I'd cry. That would be wild. I would cry laughing. But they definitely won't. I mean, this one this one doesn't even need to be talked about all that much. The, the Chiefs are going to roll. They'll probably be taking Mahomes and the rest of the starters out by the start of the fourth quarter. Start the whole fourth latest. Start of the first quarter, you kidding me? The the whole fourth quarter is they're not even gonna be panned in on the film. It is gonna be camera zoomed in on Taylor Swift. <laughs> but will she I be promise there? You. If, she, if she's there. I don't even want to talk Kelsey's about out that, though, so will she be there? No, they they announced like twenty minutes ago Kelsey's suiting up tonight. Oh, he's suiting up. He is suiting up. So I don't know. It's because Taylor Swift's there. That's why I see. That's what I'm saying. Taylor Swift. I'm gonna be honest. I still think the Chiefs should win this game, but they have not, despite their record, had the the hottest start to this season. Three three of their wins, all of them except for the win against the Bears, have been one score wins. Some of them, especially their last two against the Jets and the Vikings, they were. Many have been pointing to bad refereeing in those games, which. Which doesn't necessarily mean that the result should have been different, but the Chiefs have not necessarily been as impressive as their record this year. Well, they're relying on a thirty year old, thirty plus year old Travis Kelsey and is Mahomes thirty yet? He's not, is he? No, not even close. He's like twenty eight. He's twenty eight, twenty nine. He's close. He's just a wee baby. I was about to say he just has a baby face. Yeah, he's 28. Yeah. So, I mean, you're relying on a 28-year-old quarterback and a 34-year-old tight end to basically carry your offense? And beyond I mean, Kelsey, okay, we they can't don't. act like 28 is No, is fair. Old. That's that's but, prime. <laughs> but it is Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes is in his prime. That being said, beyond Kelsey, there's no standout weapons on their roster. There are some with potential, but beyond him, they don't have – and Pacheco, like, they don't have – amazing talent on offense 
the defense has been good enough, but not phenomenal. So I still think they should handle this, but I don't think that they'll blow them out more, more, more in a game that looks like them playing down to the Broncos level and then still doing what it takes to win at the end. Here's the thing though. I think the Broncos and the bears are on the same level and they blew out the bears. Like the, the Broncos had to come back to beat the bears in the game that they played against each other like two weeks ago. The the difference in this game though is that this is a division game. And it's, it's and, Wow, and, that matters a lot. No, and think about it. Mahomes against the this division, he hasn't even had to break a sweat against this division ever since he came in the league, if you think about it. So I mean it's even easier for him. He he sees this as lunchtime when he sees other AF AFC West opponents. I so. agree. I anticipate this being a game where they anticipate not having to sweat. And really, they won't, but I think it'll still stay a closer game than it should be. Some Denver Bronco pan fan <laughs> is paying EA a lot of money to say these things. It's because hey, Russ is on the, can, the roster. Can I get his number? Because I'll also say crazy things if I'm getting money for it. For real. Hey. Like I said, I'll do anything for a price tag. But speaking about Stan, you know who he's straight up a stand of is the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and yes, I think this is, is going to be an interesting game playing at Cincinnati this week who performed very to, well on offense who Once. performed to what their potential was last week and then a Seahawks team that has looked pretty good this year what a do Seahawks you guys think who this was on bye last week and that I'm going to blame that on why I lost my fantasy leagues because without anybody from the Seahawks I mean the possessions that they were filled by was like 2 points 3 points man now, hey, was one of them Justin Jefferson though. getting hurt? Possibly. <laughs> the, this game is definitely going to be 30-something to 30-something. It's it's one of those games where neither team in recent years has had great defense. They have really solid weapons, both teams. So I, I think this should actually be a competitive, fun game. Who do you got, though? I got the Seahawks. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> yeah, guess what? Jamar Chase is open 24-7. 11 don't care. Bengals. Easy money. Actually, I take that back. Not easy money. If they can play yeah, like... Because I was about to say, you <laughs> just mentioned the point that that's just one time that they've they finally gotten it together. If they can play like how they played last week, it's going to be free. If they can't, it's going to be a struggle, just like how the first couple games of the season were. And the Bengals should be... On paper, a better team than the Seahawks. That being said, they're on paper better than a lot of teams that they lost to thus far this year. So it mostly depends on which Bengals team you get. Wowie, it's almost like you sound like a less smart version of me when you say that. I'm thinking in terms of... If the team plays well, they'll win. If the team plays poorly, they'll probably (laughs) lose. (laughs) No, but in terms of... The need to win. Cincinnati needs it. Like, they need it. They don't need it as much as they did last week when they were 1-3, but they still need it, of course, to to continue to have this turnaround the next couple weeks. And I'm just noticing the fact that the Seattle defense, other than only giving up three points to an abysmal Giants offense, they've given up. 27 to the Panthers. They've given up 31 or 
Yeah, 31 to the Lions and 30 points to the Rams. So, I think this is another primetime opportunity for the Bengals to, to continue to turn this thing around. I think they get the dub. Yeah, I think if the Bengals play, I mean, even decently, they'll be high scoring for sure. It's a matter of what their defense can do. Yeah, it's going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going to be close, but I Which, think the Bengals got the edge. I mean, I'll take that because that'll just be exciting to watch. I'll take the Bengals as well in that game um, because. Never mind, I can't think of one. I had I had the start because he wants to. I, I had the starts of a good pun, but I I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> Something with birds aren't being real. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals are gonna continue to earn their stripes as we go throughout the season. There you go. But um. Okay, I'm sorry. I just I was looking at the schedule. I just saw the Cleveland logo, and I was like, "Huh, what team doesn't have their logo loaded?" Like I just I was like <laughs> the default one or whatever. Yeah. For that alone, they deserve to lose. <laughs> That's crazy. Go Browns. Um, I think we have a divisional matchup here between the Colts and Jaguars. I think that's going to be another interesting game. Even though we have... Anthony Richardson's out. Even though he's out. Gardner Minshew. Nah, Minshew mania. No, I, hey, no, against his no, former team. No, no. What do you mean no? Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence finally looked like the Jaguars team that we thought we were going to have last week, and you're missing your borderline star rookie quarterback? No. Actually, wait. Is Jonathan Taylor back this week? He was back last week. Oh, he signed the contract, and he's healthy. He? That actually, I take it back. Now it's it, and I forgot about that. And they have both him and Zach Moss, who's been impressive to start the year. Zach, so, Zach Moss actually out carried Jonathan Taylor by 17 carries. Wow, that's crazy. Return. You mean in his first game back in like a year, he didn't get the most carries on a team? Wow. Yeah, so he is going to be playing. Interesting. Oh, I didn't even realize he, he played last week. That's what he's and, been talking about oh. for like five minutes. Never mind. Yeah, sorry, he can't he can't multitask. Yeah, I I was not locked in. Ten snaps, but yeah, I think that's interesting. But of course, that that's what we were saying about how unpredictable the NFL has been. All of a sudden, you have the Bills who go and win by almost thirty points against the Dolphins, and then next week, all of a sudden, they they lose to this Jaguars team that hasn't been able to figure themselves out. It seems like up until now. Uh, it's just it's frustrating, man. The, it's it's awesome, but it's frustrating at the same time when you're when it comes to like predicting these games. They're just trying to build that circle of uh, disappointment or whatever it is, where every team has beat another team. It just creates that uh, full circle. Cycle, yeah, they're right. they're trying to create that as quickly as they can. And along with that cycle, Indiana actually, or I'm sorry, Jacksonville beat Indiana in Week One. So I'm actually going to go India, the with the Colts on this game because I don't think the Jags will. You said can't happen twice. I don't think it will happen twice. And I think it's interesting to mention that the Colts are two and zero on the road right now, and it's not it's not like bad bad teams that they played either. It was a win at the Texans where they won handily thirty one to twenty, and then they had that upset win against the the Ravens two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I remember watching a little bit of that game, and that that one was without Richardson as well. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. But 
I'll, I'll go with the Jaguars. Just just based on hopefully having Trevor Lawrence as my fantasy quarterback. I hope he performs this week. So yeah, I I'm think gonna, I'll give them the edge. I'm gonna go with the Jags too on this game. Are you just okay. gonna sit there and listen to us? Yeah, that's what I was. Okay, I was waiting for you to like I, make a point or something. No, no, <laughs> that's just, my. I made my point. Okay. No, I I'm, think uh, I, I have. I don't have an essay to you know hit the word limit on, so I'm just gonna. One one last game that stands out for me is a uh, Monday Night Football. You got a three and two Cowboys facing a two and two Chargers coming off a bye. Don't even with that. The Chargers are overrated. Justin Herbert is overrated. Now, but the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys no, are the a little Cowboys bit inconsistent. Are not the Cowboys right now. The Cowboys have been a little inconsistently recently, but they are not bad enough to lose to the Chargers. I certainly hope not. That Think is my take. It, That's my take, and I'm sticking with it. They're not. It's the Cowboys. That's it's the, the only, Chargers. That's the only team you could say. It's the Chargers. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, the Cowboys is the one team that you can't say, it's the Cowboys, so I'm going to choose this, you know? Yeah, that's that, exactly. That's ironic because that's like the one team you literally can't say that about. The Cowboys. No, are, you can say that so, so easily about the Chargers. No, now what he is saying with I'm the saying Chargers. I'm saying the Cowboys. I'm not saying the Chargers. No, I'm the, uh, you guys are saying the Cowboys are the one team you can say that about. And I'm saying, no, you can say the same thing about the Chargers. You, ne- you have no idea on any given week what the heck the Chargers are going to go out and do. Oh, well, they make it a close game every time. It's unpredictable. I can agree with you on that. Because the biggest margin in any of their games so far, win or loss, has been a seven-point game. So I feel, hey, shout out Wyatt. He's probably having a heart attack every single time he watches those games every single week. I think he's just gotten to the point of like, like he's past the grief stage. He just knows the heartbreak is coming. Yeah. But. I think Herbert breaks out. I think they get the dub over the Cowboys. I'd be, I could be convinced. And I know, hey, okay, I will mention one thing, though. When it comes to the Chargers, you seem to hate them. You hate Herbert. I hate the, I hate the Chargers and I hate Herbert. Which I completely disagree with. I hate Herbert. I think it's more, it's, it's not even on Herbert. It's on Brandon Staley in general. I think he's a terrible coach. I think he'll get fired at some point. But then again, I think the Chargers are always right there in terms of, I think season that they could make the playoffs. I think if you and I were allowed to bet, I think I would be making more money than you on this game. You just sent the betting odds are lower. (laughs) We're talking about one game here. Is that is that supposed to be a bold take? Like no, I'm just saying I'm that confident in the Chargers to lose. Okay, it's not even that I'm that confident in the Cowboys to win. I'm just that confident in the Chargers' ability to lose. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing about the Cowboys. All right. so I think I've got Cowboys in a one-score, decently high-scoring game here. Because both both teams have a decent decent ability to score, have some star players, have had some defensive struggles the past few games. I think the the Cowboys have a more formidable defense than the, the Charge, which should be the difference in this game. I think that's all for us. Yeah, that's all I've got. So, uh, I was setting you up perfectly. I was giving you the alley-oop. <laughs> I was ready. I was, that's why I was diving right. into the mic. I was ready for the alley-oop. You got to actually dunk the ball. Right. 
That's what I was waiting for him to like. He, he was like, he like pump faked the alley oops. I mean, he was mm. like, oh, oh no. you you pump faked the jump. All right, you can uh, follow us on all the platforms. Uh, share us on all the platforms. Uh, get us out there, and you can catch us on the run.